about that? Do you know what a whammy chick is? No. Take it away, Sean. We'll tell them what a whammy chick is. whammy chick is, usually when you hang out with a girl, there's usually three of them, right? Which you encounter with your girlfriend and Lindsay Lohan. Jim Morrison. So you got the good-looking one, which you obviously had the date with. Then you have kind of the cute friend. And then there's the whammy chick. The fat friend. That's kind of who I ended up with a lot back in the day. She's the whammy chick, whammy chick, whammy chick, whammy chick. She's the fat friend. She's the kind of girl all the other girls like can't find a man, but she's not a dyke. She's the whammy chick, whammy chick, whammy chick, whammy chick. She's got a beautiful smile, a lovely laugh, but she eats too much and weighs a deuce and a half. She's the whammy chick, whammy chick, whammy chick, whammy chick. And come nine o'clock. When the local boys get thirsty and they're drinking pretty heavily and they're busting at the seams. Cut to the whammy chicken, she's home getting ready, thinking tonight is the night she'll find a man of her dreams. But no dude in his right mind's looking for the whammy chick, whammy chick, whammy chick, whammy chick. The fat friend who won't go away. All dudes got a fatty on the resume, she's a whammy chick. Whammy chick, but she's easy to love, hard to kiss, half Italian, half rhinoceros. She's a whammy chick, whammy chick, whammy chick, whammy chick. And come 2 a.m. when the local boys get lonely and they're looking for loving out of their bloodshot eyes. Knock on her door and tell her she's the one and only. But when they sober up in the morning, they realize. They just slept with a whammy chick, whammy chick, whammy chick, whammy chick. And a fat friend has struck again. She's just big bone, 16 stone. Whammy chick, whammy chick, whammy chick, whammy chick, yeah, the fat friend starts crying. I love everybody. Show me love. I said it right. Show me love. That's it. Show me some love. That's your stripper name. This is Hollis Thomas, affectionately known as The Tank. You listen to The Rob G Show on RobBRadio.com. Bang! There you go. Episode 472 of The Rob V Show. Haven't been on in a while. We're back. We're back on the rails. I'll get into why I haven't been on in a while, but there's lots to get to. Happy Festivus to everybody. Everybody knows that on this show, Festivus is probably my favorite holiday on the planet. It, it, is, it is the time. What's up, Craig Clark? It is, you're going to want to listen to one of my grievances. You're going to enjoy it. It is the time of year. Well, we're going to let Frank Costanza explain it in a second. But before I get into that, phone lines are open. If you want to air your grievances, 215-716-1108. You can call in, email robvradio.gmail.com, Instagram, The Rob V Show, Twitter, Valivus82, all the different ways you can get involved in the program. It is Festivus. There was supposed to be a guest here, but as you can see, there's no guest. But again, I have a total of 19 grievances that I've, that I've, that I've written down here. Uh, I wanted to get all my thoughts together, so that's, I, was, I was a little late getting on. But 19 grievances. Um, before I get into the grievances, though, you got to start with Frank Costanza has to tell you how Festivus started. Now, some people aren't familiar with Festivus. So in case you're tuning in for the, to the program for the first time, you have no idea what Festivus is, I'm going to let Frank Costanza explain to you the story of Festivus. Frank, take it away. I got your message. 
I haven't celebrated Festivus in years. What is your interest? Well, just tell me everything, huh? Many Christmases ago, I went to buy a doll for my son. <laughs> I reached for the last one they had, but so did another man. As I rained blows upon him, I realized there had to be another way. What happened to the doll? It was destroyed. But out of that, a new holiday was born. A Festivus for the rest of us. Well, that must have been some kind of doll. She was. <laughs> and at the Festivus dinner, you gather your family around and tell them all the ways they have disappointed you over the past year. And is there a tree? No, instead there's a pole. Requires no decoration. I find tinsel distracting. Frank, this new holiday of yours is scratching me right where I itch. Let's do it then. All right. Festivus is back. I'll get the pole out of the crawl space. There's Frank Costanza. Frank Costanza talking about what what, what Festivus is and, and what it's all about. Now, again, these, these grievances are, are in no particular order. Some might, I might have more of a grievance than another one, but there's, there's no order of, of these grievances and, and if, I, if, I, if one's higher than another. So I'll, I'll just start going down. Uh, oh, and I got breaking news. Well, I don't know if it's breaking news, but interesting news towards the end of the show. Where do we start here on the grievance list? I, I guess we can start with guests in general, and this has been a plague on the show since day one. Anyone that's been a part of the show knows this goes on. When someone tells you, hey, I'm going to be in town in three weeks, right? And I, I, I can come do the show. So what do I do? I, not, I put it on the calendar, make sure I don't book anybody else so that person can come on the show. And what happened this time? Two days before, I get a, an email, Rob, I can't come, some song and a dance story. People are not reliable, especially, and we know this on this show, good-looking, gorgeous women are always unreliable. So that, that's, my first, that's my first grievance. People that... Pick up. You'll call somebody, right? And they'll pick the phone up, and they'll say, "I'll call you back," and then they'll hang up. Why are you answering the phone? And then you're answering the phone, and then you're telling me you're going to call me back. Pretty much, what that is to me is a big fuck you. That's what that is. If you answer the phone and say, "I'll call you back," and listen, there's a lot of my friends that do it, and and also during Festivus, no one is safe. It could be people I don't like, close friends, family members. Nobody's safe on Festivus. So people that answer the phone, and then they'll say, I'll call you back, and then they hang up. You're an asshole, and you people know who you are because I call you out on it on a, on a constant basis. Amazon Prime, right, for you football fans out there, you, you put the game on. Now, mind you, most of the Thursday night games suck, but that's besides the point. The fact that it takes so long for Amazon to load and you can't switch back and forth so, you know, there's a commercial, so you want to flip the channel. You can't do it. It's a five-minute ordeal. Why is it in this day and age with technology that I just can't hit a button and you just go back and forth? Why is that? Can, I, I want to know what that is. Why, why, can't that, why can't Amazon Prime do that for me? And on, on top of Amazon Prime, for the local listeners, uh, WISP, sorry, WIP, when the Eagles games are on, they always say, WIP uh, synced up with the Eagles game. No, it's not. It is not synced up with the Eagles game. That's a lie. It's at least a two-minute delay. And if you try to sync it up, you're sitting there for 15, 20 minutes trying to rewind, pause, forward. It doesn't work. i got to talk to my people down at WIP because it never, ever works. Syncing the radio to the TV does not work. It never does. It it does not sync in, in any way, shape, or form. People that 
you if you have to go to a go to a, a store for some reason, I get it. If it's life and death, it's a medical situation, then you're off the hook. Any person that goes into a store five to ten minutes before they close, you're an asshole. You are you are giving a middle finger to every person that's working in that store because you were a lazy son of a bitch and you couldn't do come into the store later in the day. You decide to come in right when it closes. You're an asshole. I, I don't understand people that do this. I don't get it. I don't understand it. It makes no sense to me. And, uh, of course, uh, uh, Chief uh, Assistant Chief Zach Valivas, 88, uh, ch- chimes in uh, saying he, he hates when people c- comes in late. Uh, Mr. Harmon chimes in, try listening to WIPY at the game. That's probably impossible. I, 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 I used to do that when I used to go to games because I like listening to Merle, who lived just a stone's throw from me. But it, 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 it doesn't work because it, it, it doesn't sink. It doesn't work. Whether you're live, whether you're on TV, it doesn't matter in any way, shape, or form. Again, th- these grievances are, are in no uh, particular order. H- have you heard this commercial? It's the 1-800-CARS-FOR-KIDS commercial, that song. That jingle is the worst jingle in the history of jingles. If it comes on, I turn it down. I, I, don't, I, 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 have it, I have it stuck in my head. It's like, it's like painted. It's like, it's like painted on my head. It's the worst jingle in the history of the world. Now this next one, if Craig Clark is still listening, he'll appreciate this. A big F you to Norgwen Packers baseball. Well, sorry, Norgwen baseball. Now, I won't go into detail what's happening after Norgwen baseball because not all the T's are crossed, not all the I's are dotted yet. But Norgwen baseball, these jerk-offs over there, with a bunch of young people on their board, they decided to get rid of Norgwen Packers baseball after 50 years this team's been around. 50 years. I don't know. I don't know how many ex-pros played on this team, how many guys got drafted. We have guys in the minors right now. We have former pros on the team right now. We pretty much put the reason people know Norgwen baseball is because of Norgwen Packers and the Perky League. It's not their Legion program. It's not their County Mac program. It's not the Little League program. And everybody over there has no clue about running a good baseball organization. And what they did was they had this meeting with none of the older people there, like Al Warner, who's on our team, who's first ballot Perky League Hall of Famer, who's a legend, Norgwen Baseball, some of the other old-timers, did not even invite them to the meeting. And these young people that are on the board that aren't going to be there in three or four years, they're going to be gone because they want their kids to play, decided, you know what, we don't want, Nor- we don't want the Packers around anymore. And, and they didn't have a full quorum, and they, just, and they just voted on it. And on top of that, the vice president of Norgwen, instead of talking to me in person or calling me on the phone, you know what he does? He sends me an email about it. An email, not, not a, a, some, you know, you've been around with an organization for a long time. You don't even get a phone call. You get an email. That's a big fuck you. And the thing that, the thing that irates me is their reasons were they wanted to free the field up for more people to use it, and it wanted to be more community-based. There was no organization there that was more community-based than us. And, yeah, they got pissed off because we didn't use some of their Legion players. We didn't lose your Legion players because they suck. Nobody in that organization knows how to run a team, Coach a team or find talent. Nobody does. And I can now I thought about this. People said, Would you would you vote for a new Norgwen team to come in? Well, first of all, that can't happen because again, I can't go into detail. 
Someone might own the Norgwen Packers name, but I, I won't. I, I digress. I won't go into all that stuff. Someone might own that name and own that franchise, and it's not Norgwen Baseball anymore. I can tell you that. But I said first, I said no, I'd never want them in the league. Then I said, you know what? In a, in a couple years, if they decide to come in the league, I would make sure I'd call all the owners and say, let's let's bring them in. Let's bring Norgwen back in. And every time we played them, we beat the ever loving shit out of them. I mean. No mercy, no nothing, just annihilate them. So if they ever want to come in, we'll let them in. But a big F you to Norgren baseball, how you take a team that's been around for 50 years. And, and and anyone that's met Al Warner is the nicest man in the world. I've never seen Al this livid when I had to call and tell him what happened. I was just talking two days ago. He's still upset about it. And Al Warner's the sweetest man in the world. He raised his voice on the phone, and Al never does that. So there's my grievance, Norgwen Baseball. Kiss my ass. That's what you can do. People in stores in general, right? You go to, especially, I'll say Wegmans because I'm, I'm always at Wegmans. You go in, and it's like people have never been there. They walk into the store. They're looking up in the sky. They, they stay right in the middle of the aisle, right? They're, they have their notes, and, or they're on their phone. And they just block you. Get the fuck out of my way. What are you doing? And then why is it? What is this thing? Okay. I can understand if you FaceTime someone and you want to like you, you call your wife and I'm not married. Lord, everyone knows that. So half that's 50 percent of the show. But you're you want to your wife. You want to show uh, you want to FaceTime your honey. Is this what I'm supposed to get? You show it to him. Okay. I get that. People on FaceTime constantly in public on speakerphone. Why do I need to know what the fuck you're talking about? Explain this to me. You have to make a big production. You have to see the person. Listen, the only way I want to be FaceTiming somebody is if it was a girl, a girl that looks like the lovely ladies on my wall and they were naked and they were FaceTiming me. That'd be the only way I would want to hear it. I'd want to see it. So just people in stores, act like you've been there before. Act like act like you know what you're doing. I, I just I, I don't I don't get that at all. People and this is this is becoming an epidemic lately. People that don't hold doors, they don't hold doors anymore. So you go, you go into a Wawa, you go into a bar, a restaurant, a strip club, wherever you go, and someone's in front of you, and if, and I would hold the door for somebody. They don't hold the door anymore. It's just the the this society becoming just just assholes all over. That's all it is. People don't hold people don't hold doors anymore. Period. I was literally before this show started, I was over. I had to run to Wawa real quick. Clerk's not talking. Walked in, said hello, how are you? Blank stare. No conversation whatsoever. Rings me out, thank you, have a nice night. Completely ignores me. What kind of miserable son of a bitch do you have to be where you can't even have a a, a 10-second conversation with me? I'm not saying let's talk about war and peace. I'm just saying 10-second conversation. How you doing? Have a good night. You can't even do that. You can't people can't people have a hard time communicating these days. They have a very, very hard time communicating. And we'll we'll move into some more interesting uh what's Craig Clark say? People are rude and don't care about anyone else but themselves. Just happened to me this morning. And Clarky, you're the uh, listen, Craig Clark's one of the nicest guys you ever want to meet. Don't piss him off. Right? The last thing I do is piss off Craig Clark. Right? But I'm with you, Craig. Me and Craig are on the same wavelength. See, we could do a podcast with what we... I've said this for years. The things we talk about on the bench 
if the wives and girlfriends would allow it, we could do a podcast on the bench, and it would be a, it would be a big hit. So everyone knows, and most single people, the reason they're friends with a lot of women on Facebook, and if people tell you this isn't true, they're full of shit, is because you want to see if girls are getting out of relationships or getting divorced, right? And everyone knows, I've talked about this on the show, I've talked about this with my friends, I'm currently waiting out several divorces, some have happened, some may happen. Listen, there's a 60% chance people are going to get divorced, but that being said, when a girl, see girls are getting sneaky now. If a girl breaks up, they won't put on their profile single. They won't even put if they're in a relationship. It'll just be blank. But you're not in a re- you'll know they're in a relationship because they'll be posting pictures of them and their other half. Well, now the new thing is, I'm sure there's a term for it, don't know what it's called. They'll just put a picture of themselves up. When a girl just puts a picture of her up, that means she's single. That's what it means. What, just tell me you're single. Just put on there, I'm single. Why do you got to be cryptic about it? Just put, I'm single. Why do, you have to go, why do you have to go to the profile? Just put, you're single. That's all you have to do. That's it. Then you have the girls. You have the girls. I see this twice weekly. You can tell they've just broken up with somebody. It'll say something like, taking boyfriend applications. Right When you know damn well the women that are posting this wouldn't know a good guy if it hit him in the ass. Nine times out of ten, they're either going to cheat on him, they've, they've ever been in prison, or they've lied to him in some way, shape, or form. But they're still going to go out with him. But they're taking... I don't think these women should be taking any kind of applications for boyfriends. Because none of you have a clue what the hell you're doing or where the hell you're going. And then uh, more Facebook topics. And I, this is becoming a trend I've seen more and more and more. And I actually almost got in it with someone on Facebook, but since I have a personal relationship with them, I did not do it. There will be girls that have their regular jobs, right? They're not models. They're not any of that. Just regular girls. And they start posting risque photos like they did a photo shoot, right? For whatever reason, right? Risque photos. And, you know, of course, everyone knows me. I'll make a comment, you know, uh, looking good or whatever. You should come on the show, you know, tongue in cheek. And then these women get mad at me. Oh, I, you shouldn't say that. I would never go on your show. First of all, you're posting risque photos on Facebook for one reason and one reason only. It's called attention. So just embrace it. Don't act like, unless it's rude, I get it. You can be an asshole. But unless someone makes a comment, hey, looking good, or hey, how you doing, whatever, don't act like you're shocked when people make a comment of a sexy photo you posted on Facebook. Everybody knows goddamn well what you're doing. It, uh, what, are they, what are the kids called? Thirst trapping? Is that what it's called? I think that's what it's called now. But they'll post a sexy photo, even though they're not a model or a dancer or in the adult business or whatever. They'll, they just did a photo shoot. And they act like they're shocked when people make any kind of comment. Like, oh, I can't, I can't believe you said that. Get the hell out of here. You know goddamn well what the hell you're doing. I mean, can, can, we, can we stop that already? I mean, please. People... And this has been going on forever. I've talked about it on the show, even when it's not Festivus. You assholes that don't use turn signals at all. Just cut you off. It used to be really prevalent in the city. It's just you kind of get used to it. It's in the suburbs now constantly, all the time. The people I really hate, if you're going to cut me off without a turn signal, just cut me the hell off. Just cut me off, forget it, move on, doesn't matter. I, the people that get me, the, they, these people have a special place in hell. The people that cut you off 
and they put the turn signal on when they're already halfway in the lane next to you. Those are real scumbags. Like, that's pretty much saying, I'm going to cut you off, but I'm going to put the turn signal on now. That, that I don't, that just, it, as I always used to say, it, gr- it grinds my gears. We can also move, well, well, I could talk about the Eagles and how they're on my Festivus list, my grievance list. I don't know what the hell's going on with them. I had a 30-minute conversation with the great Hollis Thomas, who just did the station ID at the top of the show. I'm in panic mode. Hollis tells me, Rob, take his exact words, Rob, take a breath. They're going to be fine. I said, Hollis, I'm not seeing it. But Hollis, when it comes to football, I got to go with the 15-year NFL vet. He said, calm down. They're in a rough patch. Other teams have had a rough patch. They're going to get, get it together. God, I, t- I said, Hollis, God, I hope so. We'll get into this now. We'll get into the nitty gritty of some things that really piss me off. And these are stuff that have made the list before. Again, like I said, there's a special place in hell for these kind of people, and all these people are probably the same. The self checkout line. It's getting worse. Doesn't matter where you go. Well, you know, I take that back. The higher end food markets, your, your Wegmans, your McCafferty's, your Whole Foods. You don't really have to rely on the self-checking because here, this is a shocking thing. They have enough people to fill all the checkout lines, so you, there's really no lines there. But like, you know, your Giants, your, even though I only go to Acme literally for, there's only two products I get at Acme, right? But I have to go there to get these two specific things, even though Acme's are god-awful, especially around here. They might be better in Jersey, I don't know. But anyway, the people in the self-checkout lines, if you have more than 10 items in the, if you have more than 10 items in the self-checkout line, it should be legal for me to walk up to you with a taser and just tase you in public and leave you on the ground because you are an asshole. And the same people that have, have you know, 15, 20, 25, 30 items, have a whole shopping cart, are the same people that go in front of the checkout kiosk and they look at this thing like it's NASA. They have no clue how to use it. They have no clue what they're doing, and they're going at turtle speed. See, now when you do that, you're impeding on Rob's time. And when you impede on Rob's time, it pisses him off. So do me a favor, since you obviously can't use the self-checkout line, it's not legal for me to walk up and tase you and leave you on the floor. Take your shit and go wait in line because you're you're a moron and let someone ring you out because you can't handle it. Go, you go do that for me. Please go do that. And the same people in the self-checkout line are the same assholes that don't put their carts back in the parking lot. If you haven't seen cart narcs on Instagram, follow them. There's guys that sit mainly in California, hang out in parking lots, put stickers on people's cars, and call people out when they can't put their carts back. You are the biggest kind of asshole if you can't put your cart back. The people I love... Are not only do they not put the cart back, they'll leave it next to their car, they'll leave it in the middle of the street, they'll leave it by the door. At least the people that leave it by the door, other people can use it. So maybe I'll give you some grace there. It's the people that take the cart and they jam it up on the curb. Dude, just put it in the whatever they call it, the card corral the cart corral. Why do you have to put it up on the curb? Why is that necessary? I don't get it. Just uh, th- this thing will always get on my nerves. It will always piss me off, and I don't understand it. I don't get it at all. I don't get it. People, oh, here's 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 another one. Uh, let me take some 
tis the season, a little eggnog. By the way, Ari Gross, I, I, I only use this glass once a year. It's the, uh, the Christmas vacation uh, glass with the eggnog. This is the only thing I use it for. It comes out once a year. People that, let's say they call you, right? And you just missed their phone call by about two seconds. You know, you were busy. You, you know, you couldn't get to your phone. You pick up the phone to call them back. What's up, Townie? Lower Gwinnett's finest. You, you, you got to pick your phone up to call them, and the motherfuckers don't answer. Dude, well, why? You just called me 10 seconds ago. Answer your goddamn phone. Those are the same people, and it's not all women these days. I have several friends that do this. Won't mention any names. They know who they are because I chew them out when I see them. You'll, you'll, re- you'll text them. You'll leave them a voicemail. Uh, you'll text them. You'll leave them a voicemail. They won't get back to you for a, a day or two. Who the hell do you think you are? Call me back. Call call me the hell back. Don't wait. Don't give me some excuse. Uh, don't give me this whole thing. I was busy. It, it, listen, it takes two minutes to make a phone call. Or send a text. I would like to talk to somebody on the phone nowadays. Most people can't because they can't they don't know how to communicate well text just answer talk on the phone just because you can't tell tone on a phone you can't do it it's impossible to tell tone on a phone it it doesn't work in any way shape or form it, ju- it just doesn't I, did i go through all the grievances i'm going i got i had 19 of them let me see let me see if i missed anything here uh, let me go here with my my notes People in stories we covered. The, oh, this is this is a good one. This piss. Th- th- you get this in the summer too, but in the, you get it in the winter. You see somebody, especially now. You know it's cold outside. No shit, asshole. It's December in Pennsylvania. What do you think it's going to be? Seventy-five and sunny. It's. N- yes, it's getting cold out. And I got another thing for you. It's going to get worse. It's going to get colder as soon as we get past New Year's Eve. It's become Depression City, baby. The only good thing is the days are getting slightly longer, but the weather's slowly getting shittier. It's real cold out. Yeah, I know it's cold out. It's December. It's the same jerk-offs in July. You know, it's it's hot out. Townie, I am glad you brought that up. That was on my list. Shirts, shorts year-round. I saw four people wearing shorts today. What are you trying to prove? It's whatever it was today. Was it? I think it was in the was it in the thirties, thirty two, thirty five, whatever the hell it was today. What are you trying to prove? Wearing shorts in the winter? Are you trying to say I'm a real man? I'm wearing shorts. What it says is you're an asshole. You're probably the same people that wear sunglasses indoors or when it's not sunny out. I saw somebody they wearing sunglasses and there's no sun out. I've said this before. I say it to Hollis Thomas all the time. He gets a chuckle out of it because he wears sunglasses indoors. If you wear sunglasses indoors or you wear them when it's cloudy out and there's no sun, you're an asshole. You are an asshole. The people that wear shorts outside, Townie, are the same people that wear, that wear sunglasses indoors and with no sun. You're the same people. You are all the same people. Just you know, the, uh, the the other thing is, and I I posted this on my Instagram. Nick Manning, big big friend of the show. This is his line. I stole it from him. I was out finishing my Christmas shopping two days ago. You know how we always talk about New Year's Eve and Thanksgiving Eve as amateur hour for drinkers. 
well, if I could wear shorts at work, I would. Townie, I'd call you an asshole. There is no reason to wear shorts when it's cold out. None. There's no, there's no reason to wear shorts year-round, unless you're living in San Diego or Florida or California or whatever. But anyway, now you're making me lose my train of thought. I was on a thought. I was on, see, this is why I need an intern to, to read all the comments. Because I see a comment, I read it, and my, my, my thought goes right out the window and what the hell I was going to say. Oh, okay, people driving. So I was out finishing my Christmas shopping the other day. Nobody can, and the people that go out on New Year's Eve and, and the people that go out on Thanksgiving Eve, it's amateur hour. It's people that don't typically go out, right? I'll go out because it's a Tuesday, right? I'll go, it doesn't matter. I'll go out, but I'm not going to go. New Year's Eve, it's amateur hour. I saw two people shopping today with no short, with no pants on. Uh, JD, JD, why don't you write a song about it? Speaking, JD Clark, love you. I've been telling JD for the last two years, when are we coming up with a new Rob V Show song? Get your ass over here when you're not in Florida. We will hook the old guitar up to the mixer. We need an updated Rob V Show song. Desperately. Okay? And by the way, you need some new music, by the way. You're slacking, JD. I know you've been in a lull for a while. You're running a business. I get it. But we need some more new JD Clark music. Right? That's what we need, JD. So there's a grievance. JD. Gets, yeah, the original was due, but we have to update. It was like a decade ago. So we need some updated J.D. Clark music, not just the theme song. We need new tunes, buddy. Where, where's the J.D. Clark that I know that's always coming up with new material? I'd like to see some new J.D. Clark material in 2024. But back to me being out dealing with people that Christmas shopping, it's amateur hour. It's people that aren't normally out a lot, that don't know how to drive, that cut you off. They don't know what they're doing. Nick, and I thought, I thought about this quote when I was out driving that Nick Manning told me a long time ago on the show, and he said, and I quote, every day I go out, it's war. And he's right. Every day you step out of your house, especially now, it's war. Because most people are idiots. Most of the world are morons. And I know there's certain people listening right now that are in law enforcement that deal with it every day. Every every I'm one of the I'm gonna knock this over before the before the show's over. There there is just stupidity all around you. It's it's never ending and every day it's war. I gotta see if I can find uh my father uh quoted uh gave me a good quote yesterday. I gotta see if I can uh bring it up here real quick. Uh where is it? Bear with me folks, sorry. Um, here it is. Oh yeah, th- this is this is right for my dad. When the going gets tough, the wheel the weird turn pro. That's that's my dad's slogan. That should be a bumper sticker. That that slogan <laughs> should be a bumper sticker. And of course, my dad texted me, "You have worn shorts in the winter, Dad. You're correct. I was also 15 and a jackass. I also have said on this show there is a a one year time period." When I think I was about 12, that I wore a San Diego Chargers starter jacket because the San Diego Chargers, I, they were my second team. I would never root for the Eagles over the Chargers. For one year, that happened, okay, for the record. So I'll, I'll, my dad wants to dime me out. That's fine, and I get it, Dad. But you're right. I did do that. <laughs> Townie chiming in. Clark, you're right. You can't fix stupid. You can't do it. But it is it, – I've, I've – 
when my dad would say, I have these conversations with my father all the time, right? And grant you, my father's in his 70s, and he's the only seven, the guy in his 70s that plays PlayStation 5, will probably play tonight. And we're online talking, and he's just telling me about, you know, the way things are. We always have our stories about how stupid people are. But it's just like, and just like Nick Manning said, it is war out there dealing with people. People can't drive. They can't talk on the phone. They can't communicate. They can't do shit. It is just, you just go out and just see, see the dumb shit on a daily basis that you'll encounter. It, it's amazing to me. You still have people wearing masks while driving. I, I just throw my hands up at that point. I, I don't. I don't know where to. I don't know where to go with that. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Doesn't. Doesn't speak to me. But yeah, it's just there. There are more idiots in this world than anything else. That that's just that's just a fact. That's just what it is. There, there's there's no. There's no getting around that. I, I could go on and on about just this specific pop, uh, this specific topic. Uh, what's Mr. Harmon saying? Dad quote, if their brains were dynamite, they couldn't blow their fucking nose. <laughs> That's a good one. That is a good one. I, 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 do, I do like that one. That's a funny one. But, oh, God, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't get it. Uh, Townie will be in the hood and working. Yeah, I'll, I'll be in beautiful Hatfield Townie over at my mom's house over at the uh, Dell Webb, the, the new brand new Dell Webb community. We'll, we'll see what's uh, what's going what's going on over there. You know, the, the Townie hasn't done it in a while and I won't name any people, but there's some people in my area that may throw their lights and sirens on behind me just to mess with me and, and scare the hell. Out. Well, not scare the hell out of me, but figuring I'm getting pulled over. I won't. I won't mention any of those people's names at all. I won't. I won't do it. What else? Um, oh, th- th- I, I, yeah. This is a grievance. This this is a grievance, and I've talked about this on the show before. And now I'm going off script. I've I went through my 19 grievances. And I'll, I'll probably get some more off the top of my head. But the majority of my friends are married, right? Almost all of them, right? And. You know, I, I may not, I'll, I'll talk to a lot of them a lot, but I may not see them for weeks on end because they're married, they have kids, they're doing their own thing. And then, you know, it'll be like a Friday. You know, I just had dinner, not not necessarily planning to go out. I'll get a text at like 7, what are you doing? Oh, no, sometimes I'll be out. What are you doing? Nothing. Well, you want to go out? And and, and and if I tell them no, I get the third degree that uh, uh, that I can't meet out with them because I'm doing something else. So what I'm supposed to do is for all my married friends... Uh, you have worn. Sh- I, d- Dad, we've we've been through this. I know that. I have worn shorts in the winter when I was younger. I'm not going to wear shorts now. I, we've been down this road before. When, when, one of these days, we should do the Rob and Bill podcast. That would be highly entertaining. I still think, Dad, we should do the. I don't even have to be a part of it. The Bill Valivas cooking channel would be. I'd, I'll produce the thing, and we just say action. I, I that I'd watch. That that I would that I would one hundred percent watch. But anyway, getting me off my train of thought. Yada yada yada. Thanks, Dad. I appreciate it. You're you're a real gem. You know that. I'm going to see again. I'm looking at the comment section. My train of thought goes right out there, just completely off the rails. Don't remember where the topic I was. Don't remember where I was going. 
I, I don't I, I don't know people. I, I, I really don't. Uh, another another pet peeve. Everyone knows that I'm a big fan of On Patrol Live. And during the holidays, I'm like, oh, this will be a good On Patrol Live. No, they're on, they're on vacation tonight and tomorrow. So no live On Patrol Live when the best content would be on the holidays. New Year's Eve would be classic. New Year's Eve would be really good. But back to my so back to my married friends. So I have other plans. I'll get a text. You know, do you want to go out? I'm busy, and they'll get mad at me because I'm doing. I'm supposed to not. I'm supposed to every Friday not go out and wait around for them to call me. the The flip side to that is there'll be times where I'm not out, and I'm not going to mention any names. I'll get a text. What are you doing? When certain people text me on a Friday, like six or seven or eight. And it's like, what are you doing? It's very different since they've been married. Now, post-married, I could call some my friend all hours of the day to go out. But when I get these texts, it's like, you want to go out? It's, people, when I'm on the show, let's see who's texting me now. It's probably my father again, but I don't know. Uh, who do we got? Of course, my mother's texting me. Mom's going to have to wait for me to get back to her. I got my mother on this phone. I got my dad in the chat room. My brother's in the chat room. Who else is going to join in? It's a real family affair here on the Rob V Show. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Lost my train of thought again. Son of a bitch. I, I get distracted easily. I do. I get, re- I get really distracted. Where was I going? I had a good rant going. If anybody can remember what I was about to talk about before I checked my phone again, because I got a text, would be greatly appreciated. I was about to go on a long rant. And I forgot. Oh, I'm sorry. Married, married friends. Okay, I'm sorry. We're, we're we're back on track. We've we're back on we're back on the rails. Thanks, Dad. I love you too. So, the opposite of the, me not me being able to go with my friends is the times that I'm home and they call me to go out. What that means is if they call me to go out, they don't just want to go out and and have a couple cocktails, right? My friends, if they say they want to go out. They want to get it in because they haven't been out in a while. So what happens? That means Rods becomes the chaperone. So I go pick them up. Where do you want to go? I want to go here. I won't say any of these places we're going to because may get some people in trouble. And we'll go. And I might have two drinks because I'm driving, right? But now i got to watch them because they, they, they can't just relax, have a drink. No, no, no. This is pedal to the metal. They don't know when they're going out again. So then I become the chaperone, make sure they're okay. And we're, we're usually at an establishment where I, I know the owner well or, or something like that. And then I'll get them, I'll make sure I get them home, right, and get them into the house. And then the wives might say, what were you out for late? What, why were you out late? Why were you, so, why were you out so, so late last night? I'm like, don't look at me. Do you think I twist my friend's arms to come out? They call me. The fu- the f- and the thing that cracks me up the most is we'll be out with all the married couples, right? And inevitably, it'll come around to w- with the wives. They'll talk about the podcast. They'll talk about certain women that I know. And not such a great light, right? And then the guys will agree with the wives, right? They'll agree. Oh, yeah, yeah Rob, Rob, you probably shouldn't be doing that. But then the wives aren't there. They're, they they changed. Hey, uh, who's coming on the show this week? Or... Can, or can we stop by and watch the show or, or whatever? But they change their tune around their wives. Just stay the same. If you've got to change your tune around your wives, 
Come on. Just be honest. That's all. That's all I'm saying, people. That's all I'm saying. Be a little honest. That's all. That's it. Just little honesty goes a long way. You know how to make that issue go away. Oh, I, don't, I don't know where my dad's going with that comment. How to make that. Let me guess that. Don't answer the phone. Don't go out with them. I, I don't. I, I'm sure my dad will have some uh, huge uh, wisdom or knowledge to share with the group. I, I don't I don't really know what what that is, but I'm sure he'll 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 put that in the comment section at some point. But yeah, I'm I'm glad I'm home now. The 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 traffic out there is brutal now. The store and I was talking to my buddy Brad about this. You go to any store right now, grocery store, it is mobbed. Right, great for the businesses. They're busy. That's great. Brad looks at me every time. Good enough. Uh, I forgot I forgot about that, Dad. I forgot about that. Some of my friends' wives and some of my friends said, just look for good enough, meaning for me just to settle. Just find that should be a bumper sticker, good enough. But it's it's the traffic out there is is absolutely brutal right now. Like I don't I don't want to be around people at all. Uh, but anyway, my buddy Brad made this point. He says this every year. Christmas you know, Thanksgiving, it's the same date every year. Yet a day or two before, you have assholes in the store getting all their stuff, complaining things are out. Well, of course they're out. You're waiting two days before Christmas, you jackass. Why can't you be like every normal person? And I don't know, plan ahead? Maybe you could do that. Maybe maybe you could plan ahead. Maybe you could do that. Oh, the, my last grievance as we're getting close to wrapping up the show. Certain uh, women... And a certain genre that never had publicists publicists before now do that I know personally, and I've reached out to come on this very show, and I get a response from their publicist, not them. Had three hundred sixty four days to shop. Very good, Clarky. A good pitcher always plans ahead. He knows what he's talking about. But anyway, women that and i lost my train of thought this is a bad day um, well I, was, I had a whole thing going i was going to end with i was we were going to talk about women and now i can't remember what it was god damn it hold on let's let's see if i let's see if i can get it back on the rails again i was going to end with with one more thing it had to do with women and i can't remember what it was i don't even have it written down i was a good one too where was i going with that last rant Women going out with people. I can't remember now. Oh, this I know it's going to happen. I'm going to. Oh, publicist. Thank you, Dad. Thank you. Thank you. See, Dad will always come in and fix fix it. Anyway, publicist, right? They never had publicists before as we get back on the rails. And then when I reach out to them, their publicist gets back to me and go, all interviews have to go have to be cleared through me. What have to be? I know this person personally. I'm not going through a publicist. Are you out of your mind? Some of these people don't even warrant publicists at all. <clears throat> Some people do, don't get me wrong. But if I know someone on a personal level who I can call whenever I want, if I reach out to you and you tell me I have to go through your publicist, that's like giving me the middle finger. That's pretty much what it is. So that is the rants of Festivus. You know, I hope, every, I hope everyone is celebrating Festivus. It's a great holiday. I hope you got your friends and family together. 
and you you told them how your your friends and family have disappointed you over the years. That's what I, that's what you really should do. Um, I can't say who I'm going with because I was told not to. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I, I am not even going to repeat what my father just put in the comment section. <laughs> They're not all that, Dad, but uh, that was coming out of left field from Bill Valivas. If you're in the chat room, you saw it. Uh, but yeah, yeah, okay. Happy Festivus. Uh, Merry Christmas to everyone that celebrates it. Happy New Year. Hopefully we'll have a show on before the New Year. Before it ends, maybe we'll do it. I, I, don't, I have no idea what I'm doing for New Year's Eve. I, I have no clue. I'm sure I will be... Um, oh, one more grievance. That no one's going to get this except my father. Me and my dad play this game called Fallout 76. And there's just one thing we want to get for, our, for the game, which will have no relevance with anybody in the chat room, anybody listening to the show. We want to get the vintage water cooler. And in order to get this vintage water cooler, right now, during the Christmas season in our game, you have to collect these presents. Well, I've probably collected 130 presents over the last two days. I have not got the vintage water cooler. I'm going to go back after this, have dinner. I'm going to try it again tonight, and maybe, just maybe I'll get it. Oh, the other last thing. Uh, I can't see who I'm going with. Uh, I, this literally came together in the last 10 days. For the third time, I'll be back at the AVNs in Las Vegas, Nevada. Got my press credentials because, in the words of Bobby the Brain Heenan, I'm a broadcast journalist. So somebody has to go cover this event in Las Vegas. Again, I can't say who's coming with me, but yeah, so I'm sure I'll have interesting stories after I get back from Las Vegas at the end of January. Uh, so Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy Festivus. Happy New Year. All that kind of stuff. And uh, like I do this. I do this to end every show the same way all the time. In the words of my brother, Zach, the assistant fire chief of the world famous Fort Washington Fire Company, Zach Valivas, two wrongs don't make a right. They make it even. And like we always end every show, the late, great Big Daddy Graham ends the program singing the Action News theme song. Good night, everybody. I'm coming to get you.